Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. I am so incredibly stoked to have Jeff Todd, lead singer of New Jersey pop punk band I Call Fives on here for episode number 22. My buddy Adam showed me these guys many years ago and they quickly became a staple in playlists and long drives home from shows. Upon booking Jeff for this episode recently, I had zero idea that I Call Fives were actually rebanding and planning to put new music out. I had known that they were about to release a new cover, but had no inkling that this band was planning on putting out new music in 2021, signing to Smart Punk Records and preparing for eventual, eventual tour dates. It's been one hell of a long time coming, and if you haven't heard these guys before, what the fuck are you doing? You are in for a serious treat. Keep hanging in there, you guys. Corona will soon fuck itself out of our lives, and we will all be back to what we love doing. In the meantime, keep working hard, staying busy, and checking out new music. Go check out. I call fives. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Transition. Did you learn anything new in quarantine this last year? <laughs> I learned so much. It's incredible. So yeah. uh, I work for a bank as my regular daytime job. And uh, there's an opportunity through this bank where they will fully pay for your college tuition if it's something that can be tied into a bank. So I actually went back to school and I'm about to graduate in November with another bachelor's degree in project management. Oh, nice. Congrats. Congrats. That's Hell awesome. Yeah, man. So I've, I've been, I've been doing nothing, but learning a bunch of stuff. I've been uh, trying to be a little bit healthier on my side, oh, me too. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm an old man now. So I uh, got to mm-hmm. really, uh, Got to try to keep in shape. I, I try. I still, I, I still eat like crap quite yeah. often, but I tried. It's uh, tempting. <laughs> and, uh, and I also learned how to, as I don't know if you've noticed, my room is purple for a yeah. reason. Uh, I learned how to set up a video game stream and I get to hang out every night and chill with the community and play video games. So yeah, that's what I've been working on for this quarantine for the past, I guess, year now. Wow. Have that's you awesome. uh, checked out any good movies lately? checked out any good movie i'm not honestly i'm such a huge movie fan i've watched like every movie up and until the year like 2014 uh-huh. and then from there on out i really just i'm just a tv show guy i binge watch television shows with okay. uh, my wife uh right now we're just watching uh the queen's gambit and Ooh. i love it so far i'm uh, i'm i'm a fan of chess i'm not great at it but i do enjoy yeah. it <laughs> and uh yeah the, the show is super interesting and i love it so far Right yeah, before I that, really I good. just finished uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, 
Love that cheesy 80s stuff, man. I'm all about it. Let's oh, go. Dude, it's, it's great, man. Dude, Cobra Kai is just, I can go on and on about Cobra Kai. I, I'm just so hooked on it. I'm already excited for season four. I did an interview a couple weeks ago while I was still watching Cobra Kai, and I could not stop saying, I call fives never dies. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop saying it. Like every time they're like, oh, well, what do you guys see in the future? I was like, well, to start off that question, I call fives never dies. Uh, and then, <laughs> no, just that's fucking awesome. Uh, I just saw, I was like starting the Tiger Woods documentary that's on HBO Max. That's pretty cool. Oh my God. What about the car accident? He was. I know. Like, I know. Dude. It's like funny timing, but yeah, that's kind of sucks yeah and he, literally, and he was literally just golfing with david spade right before it the happened. day before literally the day yeah, before. that's incredible he yeah they're golfing with filming. joe dirt and then out of nowhere mm-hmm. that's crazy they filmed no, something together I, I was actually ironically i haven't watched sports center forever but i turned it on last night and i watched an interview they were doing with uh, rory mcelroy and they, uh, Ooh, so they were like, oh, uh, when do you think Tiger's going to be back out on the course? And he just, like, stopped. He was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. he, like he was just in a, you know, a horrific accident to where he's yeah. worried about, you know, his family and stuff like that. And Too soon. you're asking me when he's going to be back <laughs> out on the golf course. Like, choose yeah. better questions. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then uh, Nomad Land and Minari. I saw those in the past, like, week or two. And those are both excellent. They'll both be up for, like, best picture, no doubt. Oh, hell yeah. I got to check that out. And then how does how sick does that new Mortal Kombat movie look? It looks phenomenal. Uh, so I was uh, I actually pl- I played it on my stream like with with my community and got everybody's like yeah. opinion on what exactly was happening. Yeah, when he turns his blood into a kunai zero <laughs> and then oh, stab. Oh, I was uh, uh, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Huge oh, Mortal yeah. Kombat fan. Same. Yeah, yeah, when uh, when I was growing up, and obviously, again, I have a video game stream. I love yeah. video games. Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat's it's it's up there. Uh, I, I I couldn't even put a number on it, but it's uh, especially Mortal Kombat Three Ultimate. Like that's yeah, one, one one of the big ones from your childhood. That like it's yeah. I'm very excited for the movie. I like the old movies. No, I know they're yeah. horrible and crappy, and like, <laughs> but I still love them because when I was a kid, like you're playing those games, and then you get to see like the actual scorpion fight Johnny Cage in the woods and stuff yeah. like that, you know, with the worst CGI that's ever existed, but still is pretty awesome to a kid. Do you have like a favorite character from Mortal Kombat? Uh, so my favorite character that I use when I play Mortal Kombat would be Sub-Zero. Huge, yes. Sub, huge Sub-Zero fan. Did, no you ever play, did you ever play Sub-Zero Mythologies and then 64 back then? Uh, I did, and I am uh, proud to announce that that is the worst game ever made. And uh, <laughs> no, I have it behind me. It's, I, I have a litany of, I mean, it's kind of hard to see because it's kind of like it focuses on my face and like blurs out the background. But under underneath uh, that little desk back there with all the lighting and stuff on it is like every system ever made along with Aww. most of the games for said systems. I'm like a nostalgia freak, so I got all that. And I'll 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 throw in, you know, horrible games like sub-zero for n64 (laughs) (laughs) and i'll play them every now and then just because you know like that that little nostalgia kicks in in the back of your head and just feels you know it's like oh hell yeah i remember when i was you know nine or ten years old playing this and loving every second of it yeah it was just a big control smasher that was it. yeah 100 (laughs) percent. so what initially got you into streaming then uh honestly it's I was locked inside and I wasn't allowed to communicate with anyone like, and I, you know, my wife has a very, she's very, very high risk. 
Uh, if she were to get COVID or anything like that, uh, her likelihood of passing is very, very high. Oh, and no. she's, she's my best friend in the history of the world as well as the love of my life. And yeah. I would never in a million years put here, put her at any kind of risk. So mm-hmm. what I did because I was working from home, uh, I literally never left the house. It, it snowed like a week and a half ago. I've shoveled the snow three <laughs> times. That's the only times I've gone outside. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, but uh, other than that, like I looked outside today, I was like, Oh, all the snow has gone. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even notice, but uh, it's, it really got to the point where like I wanted to have a way to do something I enjoyed doing, but still be able to communicate with a bunch of, you know, mm-hmm. other people. One of the coolest things about it is that I have so many random I call fives fans will pop into the chat <laughs> and be like, yo man, sing this song. You must love that. Like, yo bro, <laughs> chill. Yeah. And then I sing the song anyway, but uh, <laughs> no, but it's, it's, I do, I do a bunch of stuff on the stream on, on certain days. If I'm, if I'm feeling squirrely, I'll play a song or something like that. I, I remember, uh, what the hell was it? it? It was, it was like, it was last month. It was in January. Uh, the servers, cause I usually play call of duty during the week. And then on the weekends I play like retro games and like Mario oh, okay. and stuff like that. Sweet. Uh, so on a, on the random weekday, like, we were having such trouble with the call of duty servers. So I, I picked up that fender strap back there. I, I hooked up, there's an amplifier over here that you can't see off camera. I hooked it up and I like, I rigged a situation to where you could hear it kind of good. And I just, and I started taking requests and I just started playing random nonsense. I got, um, <laughs> And I, I'm not the greatest guitar player in the world, but I can pull up tabs and I can play pretty much anything. Oh, you're good. And I, yeah thank you i appreciate it <laughs> I, I you know I, I pride myself in my singing capability but I, i'm i'm not i'm not too bad at playing guitar so i i so, some guy uh, asked for uh coheed and i, I started <laughs> play, i started playing some favorite house atlantic and i was like hell yeah That's this awesome. is fun man <laughs> uh so I'm, yeah I, I i have a bunch of crazy nonsense on i do on the stream but yeah, it's it, it was a great way for you know me being locked inside to still be able to have a little fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knows I'm always writing music, but this mm-hmm. was a way that I could share immediately what I was thinking or uh, yeah, you know, my experience as I'm playing a game or something with my friends and stuff like that. It's just you know something cool to hang out with. How many people requested take the fall? Oh, geez, constantly. <laughs> yeah, so so when I when I first started streaming. Uh, I had a I had a very very big, um, it's <laughs> a lot of people stopping and asking for elevator music and take the fall. Of course, the, the, those are without a doubt, like no questions, like the the two biggest requests that I get. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't even know this. When we went into the studio, take the fall. I wrote on a piano. And uh, that that whole song was written on, and like composed on a piano, and oh, I was wow. ready. I was ready to just have it just be a piano with like a little bit of acoustic in the background. Yeah. And we got down to the studio, and there wasn't a piano. So they're <laughs> they're they like they're like, listen, we can do it with a keyboard, but I, I, what I was thinking, uh, let's try to let's let's try to like incorporate the full band into it, so it has this big ending. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, I, I could feel that. And uh, so that's, that's what we did. We, we tried it on acoustic at first, then we added in the full band at the end. And I really feel like where that kicks in at the end is my favorite part of the song. So oh, uh, for sure, in retrospect at the time, I was like, man, I wanted this to be like my slow piano yeah. ballad song. <laughs> be awesome. The buildup works uh, though. It's, I love yeah, it. It's, no, it's, it turned out well. And uh, I'm, 
I was stoked on it. It worked out well. So where did your love for video games begin then? Was there like a certain game that got you hooked initially? I mean, it's, it's, it's a totally random one, but uh, me and my dad, uh, he had a regular Nintendo. Uh, that was my first system ever. And uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge hockey fan. I have been all my uh, life. <laughs> and Blades of Steel for the regular Nintendo okay. was how like me and my dad would play Blades of Steel for like hours. And I, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever played that game. It's oh, not the not. like most crazy like nonsense going on. It's five on five yeah. with an up, down, left, right, B and A, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I loved every second of it. And it was just, that's where it started. But from there on out, it became... That was that was my go-to to have fun. If I wasn't outside mm-hmm. playing jailbreak or some kind of sport or hockey <laughs> or something like that, that's I was usually playing some kind of video game or Yeah. As I got a little bit older, I got into like like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and stuff like that. Oh yeah, of course. Dude, I'm a hardcore geek, man. People don't even know. Dude, my dad <laughs> like I remember Yu-Gi-Oh was so popular in like the early two thousands. <laughs> My yeah. dad went to China in like 2009 and he brought me back like boxes of Yu-Gi-Oh cards cuz I guess they're a lot cheaper there. And I'm I'm yeah. telling you right now if you still have any of those you can send them to me. If I can find <laughs> them I will because I mean the only problem with them is like I think a lot of them are fake but I literally uh, got like rats. all all the legs and arms of what's that guy called? Exodia. Exodia. Yeah. I had like the yeah. whole thing and like that, so many of the yeah, holographic no, that's, ones. That's phenomenal, man. No, so like yeah. a regular booster box, like the first ones that came over in English. Uh, mm. So the, the first ones that were released here are called Legend of Blue Eyes. <laughs> the first box, if you have one of those sealed right now, they're going like regular, like not even graded. They go for like regularly like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. No way. Yeah. What, what if it's fake to- though? Like a Chinese one. No, nah, no, nah, then then it's it's not worth like it's it, not it'll worth probably anything. be worth like forty or fifty bucks. But uh when they first came out, I remember I went into a uh a shop right yeah uh, with my mom. I bought my first ever pack there. The the packs were two bucks, the boxes were like forty dollars. That oh, same box that like I saw when I was a kid right now is probably like ten grand. <laughs> Dude, that's freaking nuts. It is freaking nuts. Like, uh, uh, hold on. Like, uh, let, let me uh, let me go grab the level of uh, just so you understand what's going on here. Oh hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, this guy's a legend. He's got a dude. I mean, I'm already curious as to what's in his uh video game collection too. <laughs> <laughs> go listen to I Call Fives. Listen, to I Call Fives, man. When you do, you could be super cool and get all the uh, <laughs> oh my god, dude! Pokemon, Charizard, dude! Holy goddamn! Whole base set, another Charizard, Blastoise, Ooh. all. I got dude. first edition nonsense, Ooh. dude. My level of geek knows no bounds. It just, oh my god, <laughs> dude! It it just keeps going, page after page after page of that stuff, and it's funny. I I saw someone post a random YouTube video of uh. Oh my God, he's a huge kid on YouTube. He he was opening like first edition, uh, yeah. base set Pokemon cards and like, oh, this one, this one's worth like one hundred and twenty thousand dollars right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I got one of those. I got one. <laughs> How stoked were you when Pokemon Go got released? Oh yeah. my God, I was I was I was driving around in my car. Oh my God, I must have killed like three people in my life. <laughs> Dude, people were assholes when that came out though. That's the only problem. A hundred percent. People and were it's, not that, cool. that's I, I'm, I'm of course I'm joking, but I, I can't tell you how like there's there's like a local park down the street from yeah. when that first came out it, from the apartment that I lived in at the time. Yeah. And oh, it was bad, man. There were kids walking around, but then there's like, you know, 60 year old guys walking around with like eight phones in their hands at the same time. What? Trying, you know. Old guys were doing it. 
Oh, oh my I didn't god! Even know are you that. kidding me? I, I don't idea. know if it was. It was. It was monstrous here. Did but you ever? Yeah, uh, did you ever play Pokemon Stadium for Nintendo sixty four? Absolutely, that's right oh. back there. Yeah. Hell yeah! Pokemon Snap. I regret yeah. selling that. Yeah. Oh, why would you sell it? I bought a new one because I, I was stupid. I bought it. I sold it like seven years back. Dude, I have it right over here. I have that. I got Mario Party. All the good ones. Hell yeah, man! That's my favorite. Th- those are the classics. Yeah, Mario Party's my shit. So just last week on the 19th, I call fives put out a cover of saves the days at your funeral. What's been the overall reception to the release? I personally can't stop listening to it again. Thank you. Uh, so far, everything's been awesome. Everybody has been like really excited about it. Uh, I really haven't heard any negativity, mm-hmm. uh, um, which is a real surprise. Uh, <laughs> like really? uh, being, <laughs> I mean, not, not again, there's always, it's the internet. There's always someone that's going to complain about something. And I, I can't be more thankful that it was received so well so far. Oh yeah. Every, the only, uh, the only like thing mutterings I've heard is people who are upset that there's not, you know, original content with yeah. this first release. And that I understand because I'm the same way. I get I, it. We have, we have an original song right now that is ready to go, but mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be released at the end of next month or early April. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it's called Be Kind, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's awesome. It's about not being an asshole. So, <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, so I, how- <laughs> I, when, I, when I wrote this song, it was very, uh, it was very apparent what it was about. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for you guys all to hear it because I'm excited to, to release it. Uh, my, so my wife, uh, who happens to be, you know, a, a very big I Call Fives fan, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> she, uh, she listens to it in her car. Like she, she pulled up to, um, we have a, we have a two year old. She pulled yeah. up from uh, getting our two year old from her mom's house the other day, and she was blasting out the window. I was like, yo, you can't be playing that like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one gets to hear that but you. Come on. <laughs> Is that, that how you guys? Those are met? the perks of being married to Jeff yeah. and Michael Fives. How'd you guys meet? Is was it from the band or? So. Uh, before I was in I call this is super weird. Before I was in I call fives, I was in a band called Striving for Better. Okay. And we were we were pretty popular around this area. And we uh <laughs> she had a sweet 16 party when I, I think we I was 19 at the time or 20. I, I think I was about to turn 20. Yeah. She had a sweet 16 party and her parents booked out a VFW hall for her birthday because all she wanted was a show with striving for better the band i was the front man for yeah i call fives which was the band that had just judge. started had just started that no i was not a part of uh the crosstown rivalry yeah. i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them but that's uh chris mcclellan our uh our, he, our former guitar player that was his band at the time sounds familiar and yeah it's if you haven't checked them out they're, they're i mean obviously they don't exist anymore but awesome band. yeah and uh awesome dudes uh but yeah no uh so we played her sweet 16 i'd never met her in my life i was like oh cool you know and then yeah never said a word to her never talked to her nothing like that two years later uh she came to an i call five show <laughs> <laughs> and the, and that like and apparently she just you know she obviously had a huge crush on me because i'm super duper handsome yeah and uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no and then uh you know she she ended up uh facebook messaging me or I don't hell at that time it was probably a MySpace message. No, nah, it was Facebook messaging. She, <laughs> she sent me like a Facebook message and you know asking if you know I wanted to go do something or like 
and then we went uh we went to a phillies game together and i was like uh this girl is after my heart uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm a i'm a all philly sports thing i, I love all oh, sports, of course but uh that's a, a pretty of all sorts. That's a pretty punk rock love story. Holy shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It, it, it worked out really well. And then, uh, yeah, obviously now we're very happily married. We bought a house together. We have awesome. a lovely child together. Yeah. Life rules. Did you do like a cool proposal or is it just like basic get down on any? <laughs> no, no. So, so, <laughs> no. Uh, did you do something awesome or did you suck? <laughs> no, I'm just like, so, so I got, which is ironic. So uh, we went to, Again, we're we're both we're and that's one one thing that also kind of sealed the deal for me. She's a huge hockey fan as well. Oh, uh, so we went to a few Flyers games together, mm-hmm. and then I, I have I have a a cousin who works for well at the time worked for Comcast who owns uh like Comcast Spectacor the Flyers. Yeah. Um. So I I got him to get us like a luxury diamond box, uh, and then I told I told her that hey listen chris got us this box and you know we're gonna go get to see the game for free and it's free food and free drinks all night it's gonna be awesome and then we went there and uh like and she gave me grief about it too she's like i got work i can't get off (laughs) i i had to call her manager i'm like listen my wife is about to ask you to take off you are going to let her go because (laughs) and don't tell anyone or even smile at her (laughs) i am going to propose to her and so uh but anyways when we got there uh i had it like a thing go up on the board and uh they made it look like she won a like a prize like a random ticket drawing thing and they brought her in like (laughs) this signed puck and all this stuff and then on the other side of the signed puck it says will you marry me and she turned around and i was on a knee and it was it was awesome man it it worked out really really well and uh, and she said yes and then like the place five seconds later the flyers scored i was like uh it's meant to be oh wow (laughs) that's so cool yeah so casey cavalier from the wonder years produced and mixed the cover you guys just put out how was it working with him uh it was awesome yeah casey's a friend of ours he's a very very good dude uh he is an awesome awesome engineer Mm -hmm. uh and uh my favorite part was the pre-pro uh, so when we first went into the song, uh, went in with the song, I had written this song uh, acoustic, mm-hmm. uh, and we really we molded it into a full band song. Yeah, and then we brought it to Casey, and we're like, "Here's here's our idea. This is what we wanted to go with," and then eventually, it we uh, we we actually moved some stuff around. We you know took a little bit out, added a little bit in to really make it as as full as possible and the end result was it was awesome and that's that's um, <laughs> that's I, I i told everyone that we're working with our manager the label everything we're like listen man let's let's get this out like i'm hyped yeah. i'm ready to go but uh yeah it's uh, a <laughs> pun but uh <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh no it's it's awesome and working with him was phenomenal not only is he a great dude but he 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 knows his stuff Oh, he's an excellent musician. Yeah, absolutely. And, so, a, great, and, a, great, and a great dude. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's my thing. Uh, you can be the most phenomenal musician in the world, but if you're a dick, I don't like you. All the Wonder Years <laughs> were super nice over the years. That 100%. whole band's nice. Yeah. We, we are, we're, we're very good friends with the dudes from the Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh, they, they're, they've all been nothing but phenomenal to us. That's what, mm-hmm. uh, Kennedy, their drummer, actually played drums on the cover, and he played drums on the single we're going to release at the end of next oh, month. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, they're a hardworking band. They are a very hardworking band. Yeah, because of the whole pandemic and nonsense, our drummer lives in Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. So 
to to have him come down here for practices and anything yeah. like that it was such a pain it's tough uh and uh kennedy he lives right down the street from us so when we were able to have a practice where we could all come together and because obviously we we've been practicing via like skype and mm-hmm. writing things and sending back and forth because of this whole nonsense but mm-hmm when we had the capability to get together and finish the drums for the song, mm-hmm. it, it, it turned out great. And uh, yeah, I, I'm super, super thankful for Kennedy for helping us out for that. Mike Kennedy is a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Hell yeah. So song is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was this the first time you guys were in a room together in years then for like the whole band or most of the band? Yeah, uh, it was it was a very, very long time. Uh, so when we departed in 2014, we did our last tour in Australia. We did the mm-hmm. Soundwave Festival with like Green Day and Hell yeah. World and Panic at the Disco and stuff like that. When we got back from that, it, it sort of became like, all right, everybody off to live their lives and yeah. grow up and get old (laughs) and then um so there were opportunities throughout the years where we had yeah uh we had a chance to like we had offers to go out on tours in foreign countries we had offers to go to like japan and europe and stuff like that that we it just wasn't at that point in time in our lives to where we were ready to get back into it uh i like especially the, the last time i was asked to go out on like a decent sized tour i was like my, my wife's pregnant like i'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm going not, i'm not going anywhere yeah. um but now that you know i got i got a two-year-old now he's a little yeah. monster he's the best, <laughs> best best little dude in the history of the world but um yeah you're gonna teach him guitar uh, i hope right oh hell yeah oh my god he is going to be a genius on every instrument that's great. every sport he's going to be an all-star hell yeah <laughs> like this Excellent. this kid this kid yeah that's why i named him jeff todd <laughs> oh his name's jeff i didn't even know that yep so um, i'm a junior he's the third so we call him jt3 oh that's the way nice. to do it yeah he's he's gonna be a beast uh i'm very very excited to uh show him everything that i know and yeah he's gonna be better than me he's gonna be a better singer everything hell yeah so you guys were actually supposed to play shows in 2020 correct i mean i heard it was gonna be like a 10-year anniversary for bad advice yeah so we were gonna play a 10-year anniversary for a uh for bad advice we're gonna play uh we were looking at doing probably like three or four shows in bigger cities um where we had a a little bit bigger of a following um but yeah it it got it got to a point where obviously that definitely wasn't going to happen so we you know we put out like the public apology but again like Mm -hmm. i I wasn't leaving my house for anything you know and that's and the other guys felt the same way it's it's not only was it in the best interest for us but it's in the best interest for our friends and fans you know exactly what was was there like a last show you went to before the pandemic hit yeah so the the last show i went to before the pandemic hit was uh tenacious d oh fuck yeah yeah dude Uh, me me and the wife are big tenacious d fans Ah. and uh it was actually really cool uh they had just released a new album that i had no clue they had released yeah of course the whole beginning of the show was like a uh it was it, they played the full like brand new album in full and i was like oh my god we're going to hear all new stuff and not know what the hell's going on yeah. but it had like this whole like theatrical production going on while they were playing it mm-hmm. and it was hilarious and oh, i was man. laughing my ass off and i just and I, I just remember thinking like you know how difficult it is to like 
have a show and have people come to, you know, to hear the favorites and, you know, and then you play something they've never heard and then yeah. they're just stoked on it. Like uh, that's how, you know, you are in pinnacle pinnacle top of your game entertainer. And yeah, yeah they, they, they were phenomenal. And then of course they played all the hits and, uh, I, it was just, uh, it was so much fun. They're hilarious dudes. The music's awesome. And it's just, it's great. The last one I think I saw was this punk band called Guttermouth. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I know Guttermouth. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, the singer was mad hammered. And I saw like three, three <laughs> fights, three fights within like five minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> it was in a bowling alley. It was crazy. Yeah. I saw- Ironically, the last time we played in a bowling alley, which was in, uh, well, the last one I can remember was in Glassboro, New Jersey. And there was a fight. <laughs> Uh, something synonymous about punk shows and bowling alleys yeah flights. isn't that where our screening was wasn't that screening that we went to in new jersey at yeah a bowling it, alley? it was it was asbury lanes in asbury oh, park no, jersey yeah, you a, know, asbury, asbury <laughs> lanes is huge now that's 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 like an hour and a half for me i'm this was like a brunswick <laughs> zone in like a like a, a town like 10 minutes from us and it, as a matter of fact it's closed now yeah but it, it was closed like two years ago they had this like little bar section that could maybe had a cap of like, I'd say 30 people max. And we had like 80 kids crammed in there side yeah. by side. Yeah. We broke all the rules there. It was great. And then, uh, that's why fights break out. In yeah. <laughs> we worked on a film like nine years ago with this company called trauma. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I haven't off the top of my head. They're toxic like Avenger. Yeah. They're like, New I Jersey. know the toxic Avenger. Hell yeah. yeah. That's one of their films. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, that's why we went to, we went to New Jersey for that screening. Um, that's really cool. They actually did that head-on collision video too for Newfound Glory, which I found did out like they? two years ago. I was like, "What? Same people that did a Toxic Avenger? Fuck!" Yeah, so kind of like what Kel- yeah, so like what kind of like what Kellen was saying. We just did a movie like nine years back when we were all living in uh, Buffalo, New York, still. And, and then they Buffalo. had <laughs> yeah, and then they had the uh, the rough cut. What was it? The rough cut screening of it? Yeah, it was like the super rough cut. <laughs> and. And so we decided, uh, okay, we're going to get a couple of friends of ours that were also involved in it. And we just traveled to all, six to seven hours all the way to, from Buffalo to New Jersey just to attend this screening event. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you're talking to the wrong person about driving across the country for stupid reasons. Exactly. <laughs> Dude. I wouldn't call them stupid reasons for, for things you're passionate about. That's Didn't you go from like New Jersey to Washington at one point? Yep. Yeah. I heard that story. So we were about to set out on a tour, uh, which was three tours combined into one because we hustled back in the day. Of course. We played our show in Philly, our hometown show. Actually, no, ironically, we played our first show in Woodbury, which is now the town I live in. Uh, And then we played in Philly, started making our way out west. We're heading towards uh, Pittsburgh. We were in Amish country. And then our, uh, and this was day three of what was going to be about a two month tour. And uh, day three, our engine decided to explode into a million pieces. So we're sitting on the side of the highway. Oh, shit. And we're in Amish country. Uh, We get get a tow truck come out and the the guy brings uh, brings our van to his like, tow truck spot which is like a barn in the middle of nowhere yeah and he's and he's like yeah this this is done he's like this will cost way more than this man's worth and so uh we uh we went home and then we were uh very unhappy and we missed five shows that were supposed to take us out to the west coast we we're supposed to hit um like 
Uh, I think we were supposed to do Chicago, Michigan, Damn. Minnesota, and those then, are big uh, cities. Yeah, and it's it's a bummer for us because they're also one of like especially Chicago. Oh, We've yeah. always done so well there. Yeah, and that now the first you know <laughs> missing shows like that's always a heartbreaker. Yeah, but. When we got home, uh, we uh, we got some help from some friends and family, and we replaced the engine in this. Uh, we literally just paid for the engine mm-hmm. out of pocket. Like we literally scraped together as a band, as well as help. You know, we had help from our families as well. Yeah, and that we put an engine into this with Drew's uncle actually helped us out with it. Uh, he he did all the work at no cost to us, so it ended up saving us like eight thousand dollars. It was incredible. He really did us a huge favor. So he puts this new engine and then we've got, I think it was like three days to get to Tacoma, Washington. (laughs) And uh, so we just drove and we did not stop. We drove from New Jersey and the only time we stopped is for gas. We never pulled over. We never slept. stuff. And we showed up maybe an hour and a half before our set. And I'll, I'll never forget. It's ironic. It was called the it's been a summer fest in Tacoma, Washington, <laughs> I, I, ironically. And the whole time we're driving there, they're, they're, they're like, Oh, they asked us to play a, a newfound glory cover. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. It's been a summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. And, and then, uh, and then we, we ended up getting there, we played the show and we uh, continued on from there. And we actually met up with that tour was with uh sea Haven Okay. Um, and heart to heart. Oh, I've and, seen heart to heart. And second to last, second to last was the the, the other one. And we we did that. We we hung out with them on the West Coast, and then when we uh, got to, I think Vegas is where we split up. Sea Haven fell off, and second to last fell off. Yeah. And I forget I forget where the rest of that tour went. But I know <laughs> eventually at one point we met up with, with the punches. <laughs> And oh, then, uh, yeah. after that we met up with handguns. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> again, we, we really just, we didn't want to be home. Like yeah. if there was an opportunity to play a show, we took it. And in hindsight, we probably should have toured a little bit less and wrote a little bit more and put out a little bit more material. And that's like, for me, that, for me, that's why I'm so excited now. Yeah, because I have so much material and we have so much material mm-hmm. and we're very excited. So not only we're we going to we're going to release the single either oh, late yeah. next month or early in April. Yeah, uh, but we're we're trying to get, right now we're trying to get back in the studio so we can rec- we already have all the material for an, another EP, too. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're ready to head right back on in and uh, we're trying to we're trying to get a, a another 2021 release. So. Fuck yeah. Drop it on my birthday, so, March 30th. March 30th hell yeah I've had like five requests to drop it on certain dates I've got the 27th I've got the 30th I've got the 29th but uh we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens the 30th will bring you good luck I'm (laughs) I'm telling you right now if I if if there were some way that I could release it tomorrow I'd do it oh please I'm I'm so (laughs) excited to put this stuff out but uh the way the industry works now with making sure we get you know backed by spotify and all this crazy stuff everything has to be planned out so succinctly Mm -hmm. uh so uh i just you know i just sit here i look pretty and i sing the songs uh they (laughs) they take care of the business and that's why we have a manager and a label (laughs) there you go i saw that band heart to heart a long time ago in cleveland and that singer almost killed me he literally jumped off the stage, like did this crazy stage dive and he's a big guy i think if i'm thinking of the same band you talk about nick zappa i think so yeah, Dude. he's uh he is a wrestler now called, <laughs> called Zicky Dice. Oh my god. 
He's uh he's huge. Does he, he do AD, like, AEW? Uh, I I don't know if he's going to. I think he's currently unaffiliated. He okay. was he. I think he's he's weighing out his options right now. Twitch yeah. uh Twitch just employed him to do his own talk show. Uh huh. Like Amazon, like and he's got his own like stream channel. And dude, he's he's one of the funniest dudes in the history of the world. He was actually so he not only did he sing for Heart to Heart, but uh, before we actually tour with him, he actually came out uh, with us and uh, sold some merch for us on a few shows. Which, if you're an up and coming band, you you <laughs> and you have the ability to do it to sell merch for a bigger band and just hang out, make some friends. Of course, not only with the band you're selling merch for that yeah. that is your foot into the industry once coin becomes a thing again 100% it is all about connections i can't the first time we ever so when we went out with uh real friends we did a yeah. we did a week with real friends okay. and the singer from knuckle puck was selling their merch and i <laughs> like joe and i'll never forget we're we're sitting we're sitting in we're sitting in the van and he hands me he's like here check out my band here's my demo and like and i re- i remember handing this i was like knuckle puck i was like hell yeah mighty ducks dude hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and i i i, I probably had one conversation with him after that and mm-hmm. like you know i listened to the demo i thought it was awesome i was like hell yeah these, these these guys are great and then it got to the point where uh we went overseas we came back we did one uh we did warp tour we did uh one american tour and then we were we were considering what we were going to do next and we that's when we kind of disbanded yeah and that and then like two years later we get offered to go on to uh to go to Soundwave Sound in Australia Wave. and we get there and uh, you know real friends is huge at the time the store so far is now huge like all these bands that like blew up were like up and coming and like we're you, yeah. you know the openers on the tours that we were doing at the time are now just monstrous and I'm like oh my god what have we done we fucked up we left too yeah. early <laughs> well you're making a comeback and I'm stoked <laughs> we, we certainly are and I'm I'm stoked on it too but no that's I, I, I'm I'm telling you man you get the opportunity to go hang out with some friends, get to see the world. You, I mean, you uh, you don't have to make a, a friggin' dime. The experience mm-hmm. you'll get and the, the connections you'll make. If you want to make it in this industry, that's what it's all about. Every so, industry, really, honestly, connections are everything. A hundred percent. Yeah, everything. Percent. That's that's that's. I got I got to make some like super cool yeah. video game streamer connections. And that's why I love podcasting because honestly, dude, it's like so many connections from just the last year of doing this, and you're only like. 20 i don't even 24th episode i mean we talked to half the people still yeah that, that's awesome and that that's what it's all about man yeah it's it, it's, it's con- people helping people baby it's powerful stuff but <laughs> it really is it's it's incredible how being like just personable with people like that are in certain positions but mm-hmm. being real like with with oh, those people totally. goes so much further than just trying to establish that connection mm-hmm. that's and, and I, I am, I made this mistake when I was young. Yeah. I, I like, I really, I really felt like I was just, you know, I was trying to be like, I wanted to be the super pop punk icon. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the freaking awesome singer guy that everyone talked about. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I was young enough, like, I, I like, I wanted to be like Brendan Yuri. Like, I just wanted to be <laughs> like this ridiculous, over the top, awesome dude. And as everyone awesome did. and cool as that is, <laughs> like, it's, you know, that's not exactly who I am, you know? Exactly. I, I am my own thing. I'm, I'm a little bit of a geek. I love singing. I love, you know, stage dives. And, you Hell know, yeah, dude. Hanging out at shows, man. But, Always um, got to be yourself. 
A hundred percent. And that's, and again, that's, if I could say anything, dude, be yourself, be personable, have a good time make and <laughs> yeah. And make connections, but make connections yeah. with people you like being around. Thousand yeah. percent. It's all about it's all all about maintaining good relationships and friendships with the people that you've encountered or worked with or just you know in general encountered in life. But yeah. So what encouraged you to be the front man of a band? Uh, dude, I love being in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny, like in a one on one conversation, like uh, like I'm not the most chatty as people would assume. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I typically I, I'm I'm. I'm a great listener. <laughs> no, but like if you put me in a party environment, like a setting where I can stand up in front of people and tell a joke, or if I can play, a, you know, I'll be that guy playing Wonderwall at the party <laughs> and everybody hates me. Total extra. Everybody also is like, that gets pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the, the whole, the whole thing is I just, and, and I get, I, I wouldn't say that I wanted to be a front man in the band. I just, I wanted mm. to be a musician from yeah. a very young age. I wanted to be a mu- musician. My dad was a lead singer in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, he did like originals in like the eighties before I was born, but then he was in like in a bar band cover band and he's still in said bar band cover band. And which band like, I want to hear what he's in a band. Co- he's in a band called King Richard, which Hell means, yeah. it means King Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to King Richard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so this guy, you know, like he's, you know, he's, he's the guy I've looked up to every day my entire life. Uh, and I'm very lucky to have two parents that were wonderful parents. And they also just, you know, just wonderful people. They love oh, yeah. me. I love them to death. They've supported me from day one. I'm very, very lucky for that. And I've mm-hmm. always, I've saw, I've seen the type of man my father was, and I've always wanted to do that. And my, from a very young age, he's like, and that's why I'm, trying to do the same thing for my son i hope that i'm half a father my dad was for me but like Mm -hmm. i want to make i want to give him a better life than i have i want him to be better at the things that i'm great at i want him to be better at everything you know (laughs) and that's and when i saw my dad from a very young age Mm -hmm. you know with long ass hair rocking out like playing like (laughs) freaking like 90s alt rock i'm like hell yeah i'm gonna do that and it's and uh, that's that's why I started playing guitar. He was he was covering Green Day when I come around in what? like nineteen in like nineteen ninety five at a bar, and Holy I was like, shit. "This song fucking rules!" Wow. And I went to I little I what I was my eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. I asked my and I remember this moment in my life, and it's 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 really interesting what you remember from such a young age. Yeah, oh, I yeah. was like I was like. I need to go get that CD. And me and my mom went to circuit city the next day and got a two for 10 CD sale. And I got dude ranch and dookie. Holy shit. The best (laughs) from from there on out. I, I had a clear path for the genre of music that I enjoyed playing. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. So anyways, that's, 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 that's how I really started uh, getting into pop punk, let alone being a front man. We pretty much got to owe it to those two bands. I mean, they're pretty much the two big ones that kind of blew it up, I would say. 100%. Glory came after, yeah. Yeah, and Green Day, like, pivoted the way, you know, for that type of genre, you know, especially since, obviously, you know, before you had, like, regular punk and then, like, pop punk came around with a Mm -hmm. more, you know, I would say more like, I wouldn't say family-oriented audience, but more like, you know... Mainstream. Pro- more more mainstream, yeah. audi- mainstream yeah. audience. Mainstream yeah. audience. 100%. And, that, and that, that's what they did. They, they, they took that, that style of music and brought it into your living room, which, which was... It's huge. It's just like, mm-hmm. ner- like Nirvana 
uh, you could use as an example. Like, mm-hmm. no one listened to Kurt Cobain when he was playing in a shitty bar and thought, yo, this guy's going to make it. You no, hear yeah. Kurt Cobain sing and you'd be like, this guy needs to, like, Kill shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen to his songwriting and, like, just, like, his total devotion to what he's trying to get across. Mm-hmm. And, like, this guy's a phenomenal, like, he may not be a great singer, but he is a phenomenal phenomenal artist and like that's again transitioning people's mindset from like what they see or what they hear mm-hmm. and changing it into this it, it became a generation's worth of music which is awesome a lot of people gave it shit but that documentary they did on him the uh, montage of heck one that was pretty solid i thought on Kirk i did not watch that but I, I i love music documentaries so yeah it's a good I one will, i will absolutely check that out um and then if you like the bgs the bgs one from this past year was phenomenal so uh growing up i i have a bg's story Ooh, um have you guys so ever good. seen sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band yeah a long time ago yeah okay so so the bg's star in sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band it is a movie written from front to back it tells a story using beatles songs and oh, hell yeah mostly the album sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal and from a very young age i loved it and uh, that's a lot of people, which is ironic because the Beatles, like if not the greatest, one of the greatest bands of all time, one of, of amazing course. songwriters across multiple genres. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. What's your Trey. favorite Beatles album? Oh my God. Mine's I, it, Rubber Soul. I, I was going to say my, mine's probably going to be Abbey Road. Uh, it's just, okay. Uh, that, that was probably the biggest like influence on me songwriting wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now everything they've they've ever done, they have shit songs. Of course, everybody does. Oh, but yeah. most of what they do like transcends time. It's 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 incredible. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Peter Jackson, the guy who did Lord of the Rings and everything, is yeah. make, he's putting together a Beatles documentary that's coming out later this year. It's all new footage that nobody's ever seen before. It's that I will one hundred percent watch. Gonna be crazy. No, no questions asked. Huge, huge, huge Beatles fan. I love it. That's what the, they tried to do something similar to what they did with Sgt. Pepper's with Across the Universe, mm-hmm. uh, like where they tried to oh, yeah. tell a story using the songs that the Beatles did. Mm-hmm. And same thing. Like, I, I don't think that movie was as well received mm-hmm. as it could have been. But I, I, I love just just because I love the music. Mm-hmm. I could literally have not even watched it and just listen to, <laughs> to their versions of the song. And they're phenomenal. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. Just like that movie yesterday that came out, and I think it was last year. Yesterday. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, it's I. I for it to come out, and then I forgot about it, and I was. It was like one a.m. like mm-hmm. three or four months ago, and my I think my kid was sick or something like that. So I was literally just mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was I was putting him to sleep on my chest, and I and I was like, oh my god, I've watched every one of these damn episodes of It's Always Sunny twenty times. And I'm like clicking through Hulu and I was like, holy shit, this is that movie I was so excited about. How did I not watch this? Mm-hmm. And apparently it had been out. And again, it just, I don't think it was as advertised as well as it could have been after it actually was released. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I played through it and, and I was like, you can fall in love with those songs all over again, which is, uh, that's why I love music so much. The first time he's sitting there playing when he, yesterday, oh my, and he starts playing and like, they're like, oh my God, that's a beautiful song. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, hell yeah, it is, man. That's that, that dude, that beautiful. sounds phenomenal. That stuff, like when it gives you like goosebumps, so you can change your life. Mm-hmm. It's that's songwriting. That's gorgeous. So I, and- I, I, I write pop punk. So <laughs> course, I mean, yeah. if I can give you goosebumps, I love you. 
but (laughs) (laughs) like i sometimes there's 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 a little bit of a difference but um that's why i'm excited for all this new stuff because it's definitely pop punk it's definitely i call fives but it's also much more mature much more informed and there's there's so much more like value within the songs so that's what like again there's a meaning that's like deeper to me personally that like i can tie into like Mm-hmm. Not that the old stuff didn't have that. Yeah. But now, like, I'm a little taking it up a older, notch, a little wiser. Yeah. And I can crush that story into catchiness. <laughs> Do you have lyrics about your your body breaking down and getting all old? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, uh, no weak bones or <laughs> anything of that nature. But uh, <laughs> so no, I'm sure I'm sure that'll come down the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm. St- <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm not that old. Damn, <laughs> my, body, my body still works. I, I, I again, I, I stay in shape. But yeah, I was about to say, you, I was about to say, you got another like 30, 40 years until you can officially say. You're Hell right. yeah, dude. exactly, We're young. exactly. So joining I Call Fives initially, uh, you replaced the former singer, and I know you 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 received some flack for that. What was that like? Uh, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know, it was a real bummer because the singer of the band previously, James, we actually we we were friends uh, yeah. before that, oh, cool. and uh, we actually it's ironic we went to the same like summer camp. Uh, oh, we nice. went to an acting camp together, and. Uh, where wow. uh, they crafted our ability to sing and perform on stage. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it, it was really funny because we had, I had just left that band that I was talking about earlier, Striving for Better, and he actually, I, I worked at Best Buy at the time. He actually stopped by Best Buy and he's like, "Yo, dude," he's like, "He's like, I think I'm uh, parting ways with uh, I Call Fives." I was like, "Oh man," he's like, "That sucks, dude." And and then I had been doing some solo stuff at the time, so he actually asked me what I was using to like record. And I was like, I was like, dude, here, like, I bought it from here. I was like, I'm using Sony Acid and like, and like <laughs> just like an SM58 that I plugged into my computer. Uh, but and and then it got to a point where, like, a month later, uh, Justin Wiley, who who I was really good friends with, he's the singer of a there's a band called The Morning of. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you guys ever heard of them, uh, mm-hmm. but he's he's from the area and he was really good friends with Drew, and he he had talked to drew he's like yo he's like he's like jeff says he doesn't want to be in a band right now but as like if you guys need a singer i mean he's he's an awesome singer and i was like yeah obviously but and then uh (laughs) (laughs) justin justin reached out to me he's like he's like yo man he's like he's like you should go with these guys it's like they have an opportunity like they have a chance to be big and you know Mm -hmm. little 18 or 19 nah at that time it was probably 20 well 20 year old me was ready like ready to just see the world ready to have fun I was, I was going, I was, I was in college at the time, but you know, it wasn't something I was super stoked on. Yeah. It, it, like I missed playing music. It, mm-hmm. it only took maybe three or four months of not being able to like play in a band or play live shows in the area to where I was really itching to get back at it. Mm-hmm. So they set up a, they set up a practice. I showed up to uh, Ant, our guitar player's garage. Mm-hmm. His, uh, his mom welcomed me with a, glass of lemonade says out oh, they're in the freaking garage being loud I'm here like, they are okay. <laughs> and uh so they they queued up uh coast to coast and they're like you know this one right and i was like yep and you told me to learn it so i learned it and oh, they're wow. like and we we played through it and they're like fuck yeah dude you're in let's do this <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it, it worked out great but yeah for the first until honestly until we released bad advice which uh well, actually gives bad advice until we released like mm-hmm. the acoustic stuff it i i heard nothing but constant like 
oh dude bring back the old singer like oh no you haven't even heard me yet man (laughs) like uh, they they probably changed pretty quick once they heard it they so once and again thank god bad advice was very very well received oh yeah Um, i remember that um so once once that hookiness of elevator music came out and you know, people again. Elevator and take the fall. I'll never hear the end of it. But, <laughs> but yeah, once once that catchiness like settled in, and even when we were playing like local shows and stuff, we'll always. And I remember the last show we played in this area. There were still people coming up asking for songs off. You know, the first things first EP, and and I'll, I'll that's a part of the band. You know, playing those songs, and like I've ne- I that's the reason I joined the band because I like those songs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like. And I just, I'll never, I'll never understand the negativity that comes from people who don't give people like a chance to, I understand if you don't like me, I get Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. But it was what it was at the time. And then it eventually became, you know, now it's several years later Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's many, many more songs recorded later and it's, yeah, it's, it hasn't been an issue obviously for some very long time, but. (laughs) At the time, yeah, it was it was difficult. It was a pain in the butt, but it was what it was. In the end, you gotta really see through that, and you'll always receive. And that's why I said, with, especially with the internet, now, mm-hmm. you'll always receive hate. That's it's, right. I remember we did an acoustic video yeah. of my last mistake of us playing in an apartment, <laughs> and the there was there was this one comment where the guy said is like it said it said like ah oh, dude this 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 sucks like bring back the original singer or something like that. And then the love and support I received on that one comment, this guy got like 300 down likes and like a bunch (laughs) of people saying like, yo, fuck you, dude, this guy can sing. And like, as much as it's funny, you don't think like we would look at that stuff or care about it. I love that shit. I love that people (laughs) support and like come to us a hundred percent. Dude, like nothing makes me feel better than when I show up to, covington kentucky or something like that in the middle of nowhere and i'm like i know your name you know why because you you wrote this random comment on a youtube video <laughs> and like it's it, it's i mean obviously i don't remember everyone's yeah name or anything like that but 100%. it's like shit like that like that resonates with me like yeah you defended someone that you've probably never met in your life or something like that. just because you said thought it was the right thing to do you're a mm-hmm. good person let's go let's rock the fuck out yeah and honestly hatred is good at times i I feel like you need a little bit of hate to even out to the good you know 100 percent. yeah you you can either let it destroy you or let it motivate you and especially at the beginning there that was that was hyper motivation well think of it like this way you know sometimes haters are the biggest fans because they still hate they still pay attention to you 100 percent I mean, there, there's there's a reason people tweet random nonsense at us. Like, yeah. uh, I, it was like 2017 or 2018 or something like that, where um, we posted like a random picture of us. Like, and this is, you know, we weren't together. We weren't writing music, like nothing like that. And then just just how much just random people just chiming in. And I'm like, wow, these people actually still care. That's awesome. (laughs) Good or bad. Just, just to have, you know, the name on the lips of many is always a good thing. So is uh, Drew still busy uh, sexting? Yeah. With some girl he met last show. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I, I hope he's not sexy. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's uh, just yeah, a little one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, he's funny. No, he's he's the man. Uh, me, it's 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 funny because when we broke up, you know, like we 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 always stayed friends, but especially over the past couple of years, we've we've become a lot closer, uh, and ironically, not even be able to be a lot closer physically but it's 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 just really it's crazy when we look back and see like how different and how the same we are yeah but yeah when we're touring it's you know, everybody thinks that every band's like you're all best friends and you're gonna you know gonna <laughs> conquer the world Hell yeah. we were all we were all friends a hundred percent we were all good and cool with each other but that's what and like sometimes it, it was just my fault like i was just like when i got to shows like i would be like warming up or like, like yeah. do, doing something else or i got my head buried in my psp that had every emulator buried i, I, I told you i'm such a huge geek i, I was always PSP. playing some kind of game or something like that or i my game boy color playing pokemon or something oh hell yeah but, but like i feel like we even have a better relationship now uh than we did when we were locked inside a van for years traveling all over the world it's it, and it's it's really it's cool being able to see that you know like how you've grown as friends over that period of time it's definitely interesting mm -hmm. yeah. so what's the craziest thing you had ever seen when you were on warp tour titties jeez oh, so warp tour is the funnest weirdest <laughs> I, I i had two goals mm -hmm. uh, in in my life uh, i established when i was 12 years old i wanted to tour warp tour and I wanted to play with Green Day. I got to do both those things in my life both. with like all fives, and that's 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 why I will always. That's that when Drew, Drew reached out when we first started writing again, the first he's he's like, yeah, would you be interested in you know maybe uh you know getting back together you know playing some songs and you know see what see what we come up with. Hell yeah, I will I will all like this not only was such a huge part of my life, mm -hmm. but it's you know it helped me reach those life goals at the age of like. 25 <laughs> mm -hmm. which was which was freaking nuts but on warp tour the craziest thing oh my goodness it's <sighs> most of them like all the weird stuff with like porta potties people taking <laughs> nasty shits there yeah <laughs> horrible awful oh my god knocking shit over oh, so <laughs> gross showering, like, i never went just... to the bathroom at warp no unless i got to go <laughs> in the bathroom. yeah that's that's <laughs> you you're on your own on that one buddy yeah. it, it was it was such like a thing whenever they opened the gates for wherever we showed up at warp tour we like everyone ran to the fresh porta potties. You had to get it all out as soon as, <laughs> because after that, you had no shot. Uh, everybody ran to like the showers, uh, because usually the places that we, because you got to think about it how many bands are on Warp Tour? How many, many merch people? How many people that are working the stage Thousand. crew, uh, like roadies? How, like, there's 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 only so much hot water yeah there's only so there's only, i mean obviously you have like the top tier bands most of the people have like the huge like rvs and stuff like that so they're comfortable and stuff mm -hmm. but when you do that when you do warp tour the hard way you see, you see a lot of a lot of crazy interesting stuff but um yeah i i'm, I'm trying to think of some, something absolutely ridiculous but there's so much of it <laughs> uh oh my goodness it's all good if you can't remember anything. I know you guys. Oh, 
You guys, I'm trying, to think, to, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It's, it's, just, it's not, it's not coming to me right now. I'm just, I'm just pulling a blank. But if, it's it comes, kind of if it comes up towards the end, then just, just, spout, just uh, spout it out. <laughs> All right, yeah. sounds good. All right, I know sorry. you guys had a really tight window for your set, like you couldn't change any songs. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, we so we had we had 22 minutes exactly, and then <laughs> 22 minutes. That's nothing. Yeah, it really is. That's so we had we had power through it. Seven songs, maybe eight, if we played faster, and sometimes we played faster. <laughs> no time to breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which in, in the end it was kind of a bummer because it doesn't give you a chance to actually like settle down and engage with the crowd as much as you'd like to, which is my favorite part of this like the set like. That's a, and the, and the other guys, you know, they're, it's not their favorite song to play, but I I love playing elevator music as many times as we played it. That mm-hmm. my favorite part of every set is when I drop that microphone and everybody mm-hmm. sings that I hope this song, and then mm-hmm. the, the, everybody kicks on. Like that's that's such like a like it's just an experience, so man. I like so stand good. outside of my body and look yeah. at like good job, sir. And then I go back into my body and finish the song, but (laughs) no, but it's, it's dude, it's, it's such a rewarding moment. Yeah. um, Yeah. No, it was, it was absolutely nuts. It's funny. I actually, I usually just take the stairs up to my apartment, but today I took the elevator just because we're having this podcast. Uh, (laughs) I was like, Oh, I'm just going to do that. (laughs) I was, I was playing Luigi's mansion three with my wife on, uh, on stream on Sunday and Luigi's mansion three, you keep going in and out of the elevator. And every time I got into the elevator, some random person in the chat would be like, (laughs) uh, listen to the elevator music, Jeff. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys, you guys won the glamor kills dodgeball tournament in Philadelphia. Did you play sports growing up? Oh yeah, dude! I played everything. Hockey, I, per, per, hockey, hockey was my go-to, but I, I, I played, I played football, I played baseball, and it's, so oh, yeah. th- there's a video of the championship round. It was us versus the Wonder Years, <laughs> and uh, I clutched it hard. Yeah. yeah. So, so it got down to Matt Brash and Soupy against me, and I heaved this heater that looked like it came out of the the, the pitcher's hand from fucking uh, from Sandlot. You know, he's got, he's got the heater. Uh, so, uh, do I sidearm this and I hit uh, Matt Brash in like his like right ass cheek as he was trying to dodge. <laughs> oh, and oh, then I started, <laughs> I, I was just so caught up in the moment. I started like pre-celebrating and I turned around and I just hear the crowd start freaking out. I spin around and Soupy's throwing the ball at me and I catch it in my gut last second for the win. And I was just like, hell yeah. And dude, everyone freaked out. It was nuts. We had so, such a good time. It was us, uh, obviously, the Wonder Years. Uh, we are the in crowd. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Who else was on that? Ugh, but dude, it, was, it was so much fun nonetheless. Legendary. Philly's yeah, it, amazing. It, it was a great time. Chunk No Captain Chunk was on it. Oh, dude. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, we, we had we had a great time, and then unfortunately we didn't get invited back to uh, to defend our title. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the next year, uh, because obviously we at that point I don't think we were together or actually touring anymore. But my uh, buddy Adam literally just messaged me just now and said, "Why did they take the demo off Spotify?" I call fives. Oh, first things first. Uh, so we took down first things first because we kind of we weren't happy about a certain song on the EP and what it was actually kind of saying towards yeah. a certain group of individuals. And we like, you know, that was done many, many years ago. Obviously I wasn't a part of the band mm-hmm. when that first came out, but uh, we think 
one of those songs sends a very very wrong message oh, okay. and we wanted to uh, we wanted to take it down mm-hmm. uh, we know it's it pissed a lot of people off 100% and okay. it's and it's it's a pain because obviously like i said even i i love the songs too but uh it's it's more important to us that you know we're genuine to who we are as people um and we don't we don't we don't want to send that message Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh yeah i guess that's I would say, again that sums it up <laughs> it's, a, it's a question for all for all of us obviously i wasn't here so i wasn't a huge contributing factor in the decision mm-hmm. to take it down but i i i definitely voiced my opinion on it mm-hmm. and uh so we uh we we did what we thought was best not only for us as a band but just for anyone who actually was listening because it, it mm-hmm. definitely sends a message that we weren't stoked on yeah well, that was wild timing. Shout out to Adam Warinsky. He's actually the guy that showed me your band a very long time ago, like 2010. That's awesome, man. No, um, yeah, again, I'm, 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 I'm sorry we took that down. No, it's cool. You can find it somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely out there. In the bowels, uh, yeah. I, I, sold, I sold so many of those CDs on our, our first tour. My first tour ever with I Call Fives, uh, we, we went out with the Wonder Years. And I just remember we had boxes and boxes and boxes of the CD that I wasn't on and had a picture of the old singer's face on the back of it. And I'm like, here, buy this CD. And they're like, who the hell are you? I was like, uh, I'm, I'm the new guy. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. <laughs> so who would you say were your top three musical inspirations? Uh, my dad, number one, uh, Green nice. Day uh, and the starting line. Um, oh hell yeah! I was listening to them today. <laughs> so the starting line's probably if 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 I had a gun held to my head and I just had to come out with favorite band right off the top of my head, they pro- they probably be the band that came out of my mouth. I Tell saw them at me. a very yeah, yeah hell yeah. <laughs> I saw them at a very very young age play a venue called Grand Slam USA in Vineland, New Jersey, uh, which is like. Uh, and the booking agent was double D booking. Um, I'll never forget that. Cause they were like huge at the time. Like they were the South Jersey booking agency. Like if you were, if you were like a good band, that's who booked you at that time. That was like a sense of belonging who members of that later became man overboard. Uh, and like, uh, who else? The members of striving for better uh, mm-hmm. would play down there. And it was, and, and then I, I saw the starting line play with Tokyo Rose, and I was just like, "These guys are fucking awesome. This is what I want to do." I was like, "I mean, they're playing at a batting cage place right now, so I mean, like, you can really tell that I like them for the music, <laughs> because there was like this huge monstrous artist." But yeah, uh, say it like you mean it. Based on a true story, direction, front to back, I love all of those albums, and they're they're they're. They're, they're they're also from they're from philly they all live in philly now mm-hmm. five minutes from where i live and it that's where the other guys live but it's just awesome yeah awesome awesome bands green day obviously again because they had just such a huge influence on me mm-hmm. like my first my first band i was ever like i started when i was in i don't know i was 12 or 13 years old we were called empty minded mm-hmm. we were yeah we were terrible but we were <laughs> we, you know like I'm proud of the stuff we wrote. At yeah, that of time. course. Like, I'm like, if you told me that was a 12 or a 13 year old doing like the recorded stuff that we had right now, I'd be like, hell yeah, man. Yeah. But if it wasn't for them, I call fives might maybe never have happened. You never know. It's very, it's very, I mean, it's, it's possible. Well, at least I wouldn't have, might not have been an I call fives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if it wasn't, seriously, if it wasn't for my dad playing that random cover and for me, you know, my mom taking me to circuit city the next day to buy dookie, 
I, hell, I might, I might be a country artist. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> rest in peace, Circuit <laughs> City. Yeah. yeah. No, rest in peace, Circuit City. Fuck yeah, for dude. Real. And media play. Oh yeah, I loved media play. Uh, so uh, you ended up sitting next to uh, David Brocky, also known as Odorous Arungus, from the uh, most shocking band probably in probably ever to exist ever. Uh, Guar. Yeah. Guar. <laughs> Hell so, uh, so you ended up sitting uh, next to him on the airplane on the way to Soundwave, Soundwave Festival yeah. in Australia. So tell us, uh, what was it like getting to interact with him? What was he like? I didn't know who the hell he was when he was sitting next to me because he's not wearing his odorous, odorous <laughs> Arungus score. He's telling me like the most grotesque shit. I should have guessed. But uh, like, <laughs> uh, I really, I, I swear to you, I didn't understand the company I was in when I was on that friggin' plane. Um, so... I see that I see this. I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting away from the other guys in I call fives. We're kind of like spread throughout the plane a little bit, and I'm just like, damn, they couldn't have sat me next to you know my fucking band. We're on a 14 hour flight. <laughs> like this is gonna be fucking nuts. And this this uh, he he was dressed poorly is the best way I could say it. And he was he was so fucking loud and just this obnoxious human being and i was just i was like oh man i'm not gonna be able to sleep on this plane am i yeah. so we st so we started chatting and i'm like this guy's got some fucking crazy stories and 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 he asked me what band i was in i was like i was like i sing in a band called i call fives so he's like he's like hell yeah man he's like you like what you're doing keep fucking doing it doing it forever don't stop don't get a real yeah. job fuck the man and i was like <laughs> i was like hell yeah dude i was like i was like this guy's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> and and I asked, I was I was like uh, obviously you're going you're going to Soundwave I was like you in a band he's like oh yeah man he's he's like I'm in, I'm in Gore I was like what, what like, yeah, dude. he's like he's like I'm Odorous Arugus in Gore rest in peace but like dude, he's yeah. fucking and and he just he went on and on and on and everybody's sitting there listening to him because he did not stop telling stories this yeah. guy could this guy could have written several books and it's funny when. I, I had this huge like gore obsession when we got back from uh, that tour. I watched gore play. I think we played like 11 or 12 dates that, that when we went down there for, uh, for sound wave, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember the exact amount, but it, it's such a foggy mm -hmm. memory when it comes to that nonsense. Mm -hmm. I, I remember the stuff that happened when I was there, but not, not the nonsense in terms of like how many shows we played, et cetera. But I went and saw gore almost every day because even if you don't like Gore's music, even if that's like not your style, it's what an entertaining show. Oh, it's Holy amazing. Holy shit. Bloody There's as shit. Pyrotechnics, <laughs> yeah. blood. Everywhere. What's supposed to be shit. Like, Probably everywhere. some cum. It, yeah, it, dude, it's it's ridiculous. You got a giant fucking dragon eating people on stage. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it, was, it was so cool. And then when I got back... Uh, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, uh, I, I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, check this out, and it's it, it's a it's a reading. Uh, Otis, I was like, here, I, I hung out with this dude a bunch when we were uh, on Soundwave, and it's him reading like a bedtime story to children, and I was <laughs> laughing my balls off and like, laying into like Bush and like the band Bush, and oh, I, yeah, like, Bush. I, I, yeah, yeah. glycerine. Oh God, <laughs> I can't. And, and like. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he just like destroyed that and i'm like dude this i was like this, like who, who would have known this just regular fucking guy who's just this loud yeah. opinionated awesome human being and it I was still, yeah, it was it was super cool i i i i'm so lucky that yeah. i've got to meet so many so amazing many legends people. yeah yeah that's what, when i was walking on the plane the, the first 
because I, I didn't realize that this entire plane was filled with musicians. Mm-hmm. The first thing I noticed, I, I was walking up the aisle and I saw the singer from Glassjaw, and he's oh, a shit. fucking, fucking phenomenal, phenomenal singer. Oh. I didn't realize how tall he was. He, he's he's yeah. a shorter gentleman, <laughs> but I knew yeah. I knew what his face looked like. Yeah, and and I and I was and I was just like I was like holy shit. Yeah, I was, and I was I was like I was like okay, I gotta start looking around. Who else is here? <laughs> yeah, and then and then we you know. We we flew from show to show while we were there, and uh, we I, I I sat next to the dudes from A Day to Remember. I sat next to the the guys from fucking uh, Bowling for Soup. I made great friends with the dudes from Bowling for Soup, by the way. Oh, what, I love what those a guys. Fucking bunch of stand up dudes. Super nice like, guys. Super super nice dudes, and that's so. <laughs> we when you get on the tour, it was sponsored by Sailor Jerry. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they do spiced rum. And uh, they uh, they they paid for all the musicians to get free tattoos. They paid these tattoo artists to come through, mm-hmm. and we just threw them tips and you know bottles of spice rum. And uh, I'm 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 like I'm like I'm gonna go get a free tattoo a uh, free yeah. tattoo now. Like hell yeah, I'm not turning this shit down. Which yeah. by the way, I've, I've, I've I now have a, a kangaroo on the inside of my left. Oh like, sweet! But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking free tattoo. It's a kangaroo hell jack. Yeah. It's kangaroo Jeff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It, it, and which is funny because if you've ever seen a show, dude, I can't. I got ups. I got yeah. ups. You bounce. <laughs> no, but it's, it's just I'm fucking stupid. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I'm standing in line with the dudes from Bowling for Soup, and mm-hmm. and uh, the tattoo artist is like, he's like, hey guys, is like, uh, we're we're heading home after this. We don't have time to do anymore. And, and and the and the fucking singer from Bowling for Soup is like he's like he's like come on man he's like I'll fucking sing you a song I'll write you a song right now just he's like he's like he's like I just want to I want to fucking I think he wanted like a koala or some shit like holding the Australian flag and he's like he's like he's like just hook it up he's like all right sounds good and he's like and I was like hey if you're gonna take him you might as well take me yeah and uh, so they told me to fuck myself. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll just play. But uh, they, they were, uh, yeah, they were super cool. And uh, they, uh, yeah, I just, I got to meet so many cool people doing that thing. And uh, it's, it's really nice to be able to say, not only have I done already so much stuff, but yeah. now we're coming back and we get oh, to do more. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> dude, I saw Bowling for Soup play an acoustic set at Dave and Buster's in like 2008. Hell yeah, dude. It was so Bowling crazy. for Soup and NASCAR the video game? Yeah. Hell yeah. It was fucking nuts. Um, so I got a handful more questions, and then we have like a, this quick speed round, if that's okay. Yeah, go, I know go to got, town. Go I know to you town. got your stream coming up. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I got to get that ready, but I, I also I gotta I gotta put my little guy to sleep in a little bit. So okay, uh, two quick ones. Do you have any advice for upcoming bands or kids that want to start one? Hundred percent. If you want to start a band, uh, the first thing I can suggest that you do is focus on doing something that you enjoy don't play a genre that you think is popular don't yeah. play music that you think somebody else is going to like play what you like and have passion about it and then eventually eventually if it's meant to be people come around and people will associate with it and mm-hmm. then when you do become popular uh, or you do have any kind of following you're passionate about what you're doing you're exactly. going to better content, better material, 100%. And mm-hmm. most importantly, you're going to enjoy what you're doing. That's yeah. what you guys asked, like, you know, like why a video game stream earlier. And that's what, or why I play music. You all enjoy this it. Stuff. You love it. It's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And don't, don't get yourself caught in some kind of trap because you want to be famous or popular or, you know, mm-hmm. you, 
you really like scene girls or whatever the hell it is that you <laughs> like what, like do it for the right reasons do it yeah. because you like playing music play the music you like and yeah. that's what, like I, I said i gave shit earlier like i might be a country music star i'm not a, i'm not a huge country music fan yo if you mm-hmm. if you if that's what you're passionate about play that mm-hmm. i ain't gonna give you shit i'll never give anyone shit for doing something they enjoy doing 100%. any any crazy set mishaps or have you ever gotten hurt performing or in the in the crowd while watching a set so I've never really, I've I've never really gotten crazy hurt. Um, I did, I got like punched in the balls by accident. I've been kicked oh, yeah. in the face a couple times by crowd oh, yeah. surfers. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, that's not, nothing, nothing like too crazy memorable. I, I remember one time before I was in alcohol fives, I played a set with my glasses and I got like heel kicked Death. in the face. And yeah, I just didn't see for the rest of the night. So that's oh, how no. that went. Uh, but yeah, shit, shit happens. But the the whole the whole point, you know, you go in there, you take that risk. But uh. Yeah, not, not nothing too crazy in terms of like stage mishaps. I thought I thought I freaking broke my ankle one time because yeah. I like did I ran and jumped off the the bass drum and did some kind of like spinning inside outside kick because mm-hmm. you know I'm a, I'm a second degree black belt. Uh, oh shit! Oh nice. And, Wait, and which I, martial art? Tung Sudo. Oh um, nice. Yeah. So. I, and I, I did that from a very young age and I was always proud of how good, I, which is why Amazing. I loved Cobra Kai. <laughs> like, oh, I loved, loved how fucking high I could kick. I can kick like up and over my head. I do the jump spin kicks and stuff like that. Nice. And, you know, I watched story of the year from a very young age. So I had to yeah. like inhibit that into my show at some point. I don't do that nearly as much now, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I, I landed on my ankle one time and I swear I thought my foot came completely off. It turned the totally wrong way, but it was just, it was just a little sprain and i i I finished the show and i was still jumping on it i regretted it the next day but (laughs) is what it is okay so here's the speed round we're just gonna (laughs) we're just gonna ask a question and then you just answer it pretty much doesn't be like a crazy response all right uh favorite newfound glory song uh understatement oh hell yeah grape jelly or strawberry jelly grape oh me too hell yeah you're the first one to say that favorite blink song oof fuck uh anthem two okay best nintendo 64 game of all time super mario 64 or ocarina of time they are tied or yes. mario party <laughs> uh, I, love, I love mario party too but so it's, I, it's my I, shit. I, I if there's a night where i'm not feeling like a certain game yeah. i will play mario 64 to 100 completion from zero i'll get Perfect all 120 game. stars like it's nothing i have that game memorized like the back of my hand and i love it uh but ocarina mm-hmm. times that's 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 probably my favorite story. And that's, that's mm-hmm. my most fun, like sit down and enjoy myself play kind of game as opposed mm-hmm. to where Mario is like, kind of like the more nostalgic play kind of game. But uh, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's a, that's a tough call between the two, but yeah, it's crazy it. to think just 25 years ago that those graphics blew people's minds away. Yeah. It's, you know, interesting. it's crazy. <laughs> favorite, favorite starting line song. Oh, damn dude. I mean, it's, it's the most influential one would would have to be best to me, but okay. it's uh, I I really love the drama summer. Uh, yeah, that's that's like kind of the ones that like uh, when I pick up a guitar, I will start playing that song randomly all the time. I like Three's a Charm. Uh, one hell thing, yeah, dude. One <laughs> one thing. Upset mindset fight. <laughs> yeah. Lucky break, but what's that stake? Yeah, I love starting line. Don't fucking start me with that shit. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. All right. Uh, one thing people might not know about you. One thing people might not know about me. Anything could be anything you think of. I uh, dude. I uh, again. I, I'm very open about everything about my life. I, uh, 
right, no, we, we could skip I, it. We I, could skip I, I think honestly, it's I I don't, I don't think I've been very vocal about how I used to play Yu Gi Oh. I played that shit seriously. I went to like Yu Gi Oh championship <laughs> series. I went to yeah. like a Philadelphia championship series and like yeah. seated in the top thirty two, like five thousand people playing that game. We used to do that like summer camp. Hell yeah, man. Uh, favorite Playing Pogs, like that uh, Hello Goodbye music video. Oh, dude, hell that? yeah. Uh, long time. Like the auto-tune. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, Hello Goodbye mastered auto-tune. Oh, they ripped it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite horror movie? Ooh. Uh, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge horror fan, but I, I, I really, and I don't even think it's really a horror film, but I really like, I like the movie Devil. I like relating okay. things back to uh, just like things that like I know, and it takes place in Philadelphia. The elevator, right? And I, well, yeah, and it's in an elevator. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Maybe that's why subliminally. That's I why. It. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm just playing, guys. I uh, can't always, believe I didn't. Al- I, I swear to God, I never even thought about that. That's so it, funny. It always comes back to an elevator. It does. Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, God. <laughs> right, Your turn. All right. Um, <clears throat> most punk rock thing about you? Most punk rock thing about me? Uh, I, I never. So when I go to shows, I was never really, uh, especially uh, as I grew like later. I like I, I just never really gave a shit about yeah. like you know uh, being like a fucking superstar or anything. I really didn't care what people thought about me as much as I. I probably you know in hindsight, I probably should have thought about. I was mm-hmm. really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's if that's too punk rock. I that's was, perfect, I, dude. I was kind of a self-centered asshole. I, I, now that I look back at it, but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> Favorite I call five song. Favorite I call five song. It, so, and, and ironic, it's it's the first song I ever really recorded with them. Uh, this town. Okay. Uh, it's a, the the acoustic song. Perfect. That's probably. Uh, or and if I had to go with a full band song, it'd be stuck in 03. I think those were the the most like meaningful slash fun to write songs mm-hmm. and i i love playing stuck in 03 man that's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm so sad that we didn't get to tour more on the full length because again we kind of disbanded towards the end of that year mm-hmm. but but you're coming back yeah, yeah, <laughs> now we're coming back and oh my god i can't wait to play it it's, uh, there's there's still there's a video of us playing that at like the house of blues in boston mm-hmm. um and i just I, like I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm i'm sitting there and i'm just i'm just like damn man this was fucking fun is that the I'm one that's right. got like the red lights on stage it's very probable. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, we we always had some kind of red background lighting whenever yeah. we played most of our shit. Indoors or outdoors? Well, now indoors, but indoors. typically it's it's. If you asked me, if you asked me a little over a year ago, I would have said outdoors, hundred percent. But as it is right now, I've become such. I'm. I was such an extroverted person my entire life. Yeah, and I've become obviously due to being forced to do so uh, i've become very introverted and now i'm so comfortable now here it's i mean like i got everything in this office this room i have you know all the music in the world you know Mm -hmm. i have all my instruments video games everything but before you know it you're going to be back in a van with five other smelly dudes (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. holding my son (laughs) with my wife on my arm (laughs) what's your uh go-to record store Go to record store. It yeah. actually closed during the pandemic. I'm no, pissed. there's a there's a local record store right around the corner from my house, and it's closed. It's called Frankenstein Records. Oh, it that was, sucks. Yep, they un, they fell victim to the pandemic, and honestly, they they, they weren't doing too well right before that. Yeah, it um, sucks, dude. But yeah, that's we were actually 
so we ne we never really got around to it because we weren't able to with the whole pandemic. We wanted to shoot a music video and we were going to include that in. And I reached out to them uh, mm -hmm. to see if they'd be interested in having us come in to allow us to shoot one of the scenes of a music video in there. And they, they said, unfortunately, they were closing the doors in a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, we were kind of bummed about that. And, I mean, I mean, the other guys never really went there, but it's because mm -hmm. uh, it's close to me. But <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it sucks seeing shit like that happen, man yeah all right tour or music festival mm. they both have their they both have their ups and downs i i i really i love the festivals though if, if i if i is it, the tours are nice because you have one or two bands that you're doing or sometimes three or four bands that you're doing it with so you always have like and one of, the, one of the bands we toured with the most uh, with the punches, like oh, it was yeah. like clockwork. Like mm -hmm. when I heard, you know, burn at both ends coming on, I ran from wherever I was to sing that bridge mm -hmm. and, you know, crowd, you know, crowd serve and stuff like that. Or, you know, like for fucking handguns or something like that to yeah. where we had like calculated shit that where we helped each other or we came out and sang on other people's mm -hmm. songs and stuff like that. Cause there are certain areas you don't even realize it that's why that's why touring is so fun there's certain areas where certain bands are more popular in certain areas where another band mm -hmm. is more popular and they're on the same tour and that's that's the whole that's the whole reason you do that you know obviously you're playing to people but you're also trying to grow mm -hmm. so you get fans from other bands and yeah when you go up and you see a singer from a band and this this is ironic uh so we, we went up to uh we played a show and i think it was like sacramento or something not sacramento it's fucking it's a uh, Syracuse. Sorry, New York. It was oh yeah, York. hell yeah. It was Syracuse. closer to you guys. Yeah, it's like and we played and a a we we played a show with with the punches and all time low. Oh and shit! So all time low. Uh, I'm 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 friendly with the, with the drummer and we're 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 pretty close, right? Ryan Dawson. Yeah. yeah, and and he he's he's like he's like he's like he's like you want to hop up there and sing a fucking song? I was like fuck yeah, I want to sing a song. No dude. You're all time fucking low. Let's go. Which song? Which song? Yeah. So uh, oh my god. Why do I, dude? I'm fucking drawing a whole blank. It's the fucking another tool to lie, and that makes, makes me, me a liar. liar. Yeah, What's okay. the name of the fucking song? Ah, uh, keep going. Another <laughs> but, but we gamble with desire. Yeah, th so that yeah, I know, song, I know you which know one. Talking about. Like 2007, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it, it was off put up or shut up so and and uh oh. and he he's like he's like oh do you know this song i was like dude i fucking love that whole ep let's go so i started uh so i i sang the bridge to that and i can't tell you how we played a full set in front of that same exact crowd and you know that crowd definitely has a demographic 100 mm -hmm. and <laughs> i can't tell you the influx of people buying eps and uh, ordering stuff online and starting to stream our stuff and order our cds like from a whole different audience that again that's why bringing those people you know those tours together those two genres mm -hmm. uh it's always a good thing so yeah again i love touring but those festivals are just fun man you get a bunch, that was, of, bunch of people in one place it's awesome that was jc ray by the way jc ray Son yeah of a bitch. that's what i was thinking i just couldn't think yeah. of the name uh okay that's a couple exactly, more. That's same thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> couple more uh favorite transit song Ooh, uh skipping stone oh hell yeah small venue or big venue <sighs> small come on uh, so it's <laughs> i mean so we only played so many big venues <laughs> yeah i get that <laughs> no, yeah. but but it's I, I don't want to say too, too small I, I like i like the mid-size i like i like like maybe a three or four hundred cap room because okay. again the the sound the sound that carries 
and like when you again I, i'm all about like the sing-along shit i uh, mm-hmm. i love that stuff but no yeah this the smaller venues i, I I'm, I'm huge again you know we grew up playing you know vfw halls and you know friggin' bowling alleys and stuff like that around here as we've stated previously and those those are probably the most intimate sets which is really cool and those are the shows i like going to the most and viewing Mm -hmm. but being like actually on the stage and you know the sound is so much better you can hear yourself and then when when people sing along it's easier to hear them and it just Mm -hmm. like i i enjoy that environment as much as i do i I love every show i've ever played (laughs) i mean there there are plenty of shows i played to like two or fucking three people and i still love them you know it's just sometimes sometimes it is what it is but as long as you're doing what you love and you you can you can make it fun that's what it's all about hell yeah favorite food steak no questions asked yes i'm a carnivore I love steak. If I if I I was talking Hell about this yeah, on my stream dude. last night, uh, I got asked if I was on death row, what would my final meal would be? Steak, a big steak. ass one. Uh, yeah. big, juicy yeah. ass steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, favorite Pokemon. Uh, so so from a very young yeah yeah so so many loaded questions. I'm horrible at giving simple answers. Uh, <laughs> but but from a from a very young age I always thought Zapdos looked badass. So oh, I, I've always yeah. been a big Zapdos fan. You don't want to mess with Zapdos. Hell no, man. No. So uh pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Sometimes. Uh, yeah, please say eat, no. Please say no. Please say eat no. Eat what you want, dude. I, I, I don't give I a like shit. I like it. I, I've had it before. It's good. I would it's never not my go out of my way to eat it. Yeah. But if someone offered to me, I'm not going to slap it out of their hand and say, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> did you hear the, the Attila song that they did on that? The pizza song? No, I have Oh, not. my God. dude. He's like, pineapple on pizza. <laughs> so, Fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm not sure if you got you guys ever hear the sheds. Oh, I love the sheds. Way yeah, back yeah yeah way back when so we we were very friendly with those dudes we did a short short little tour with those guys and we played this game called farkle and if you like whoever got last place had to wear this 3xl attila smoke weed every day t-shirt so when they played their set live they had it was the funny part of it is that it was just covered in just weed things and they're, yeah. they're straight edge <laughs> and, and they're wearing shit that's just smoke weed every day that's terrible. and it's 3XL and they're especially like Morgan he's so small and skinny it was hysterical watching him wear that <laughs> shit but yeah that was funny alright what are you most proud of what am I most proud of? I, I, I right now my son, one hundred percent. He's two years awesome. old. He's the most handsome little bastard in the world. Love him oh, to death. He is. Awesome. And where can your fans find you? Instagram handles. So me personally, Facebook.com slash Jeff Todd Live, Twitter.com slash Jeff Todd Live, Instagram.com slash Jeff Todd Live. I'm working on the TikTok. I'm an old man. Give me some time. But dude, I just started TikTok the other Jeff day. Jeff Todd Live. I just started one like two days ago, TikTok. I do. I play way too much music and sing way too many random songs not to be on TikTok. Exactly. My wife, my wife blew up on TikTok because she. My wife is a vet tech. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, she posted so she sees adorable animals oh, all day. That's she awesome. posted this little video of uh, her petting a chihuahua, and the chihuahua was like vibrating. It was so happy <laughs> with a little happy song, and it got yeah. like three million views in a day. Oh my god! What? Oh, she's so, going off. Yeah, it's so she's more famous than me right now, <laughs> no, no, and that's so, Beth. Beth Todd. Yeah, yeah, she's Beth. I, I'll I, follow I, her. I, dude, I have no idea what the hell her, her. I don't have my phone in here, but 
uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, I'll, I'll post something on one of my like my Twitter or something like that. But yeah, she she's huge on uh, <laughs> she's huge on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> you should do one when you guys go on tour again. Just do like crazy tour snippets. Oh, a hundred percent. That's that's what I'm so excited for because yeah. that's where all the fun stuff happens. You know, like when we're live playing shows. That's like one of my things is when we were touring and stuff like that. I always go mm-hmm. and like hang out with people. And, mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so bad with not talking my head off, dude. I am such a, like I can't not talk about things. I'm oh, sorry. Of course. <laughs> no, well, but like when we go on tour, like I do, I used to like go out into the crowd and just like meet people and just hang out and like tell like random stories and just ask them <laughs> about their shit. Cause they, like there's so many funny like little scenarios and stuff. And when people, you know, go off about all the nonsense they've done. Yeah. But, yeah. Good times. Well, thank you so much again for doing this. This was amazing. It was so yeah, nice man. talking to you, and we cannot wait for the new shit. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I'm I'm really really excited for all this new stuff to come out. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you really enjoyed the cover. And of course, I think you will like the original. Uh, again, no no slide saves the day. That song's fucking amazing. But Sick. I hope you guys like the stuff we write as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, good luck to you guys post pandemic, and hope you get, hopefully you guys get back on the road too. Hell yeah, man. That's, that's again, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. You know, we all have families now and stuff. We're not going to be able to do a two or three month tour like we used to, but we're going to do everything in our power to get out to, you know, everywhere we can uh, as much as like, do we want to go, we want to see the country again. We want to go back overseas uh, as soon as, you know, this nonsense and all this bullshit is over with. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a bummer, but we, again, we got to do everything to keep everybody safe. We're at the point right now where every month's going to get better. So I'm stoked. Absolutely. That's exactly. It's, That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> all these vaccines go out. Yeah. They're saying, I'm so stoked on that. They're saying 600 million vaccines by July. And that means, I mean, we got like three, 370 million people, right? So, I mean, that's going to mean everything's going to be open by then. It should be. Hell yeah. I was going to I don't know. Does that count two doses for everybody? Is that why it's that's, that's what I'm looking at it as. Yeah. Uh, okay. Gotcha. And then Johnson oh, that, yeah. and Johnson has that new single dose one. So. Hell yeah. That's what, ironically, one, one of the, one of the uh, kids I stream with is a pharmaceutical engineer, uh, yeah. Johnson and Johnson. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I play call of duty with him. He's a, he's a friend that I met through playing on call of duty randomly. Oh my God. That's so and, sick. and he's, he's like, yeah, I got, I got work tomorrow. I was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a pharmaceutical engineer for Johnson. Yeah. And I was like, dude, give me a vaccine. <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he helps, uh, he helps do a lot of pharmaceutical stuff for them. And, uh, that's awesome. He's, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, they've been working me to the bone right now. So that's how, that's how he uh, lets off steam. He kills people in call of duty. And then real quick, how do people watch your stream? If they want to check it out, uh, facebook.com slash Jeff Todd live. I stream every right weekday there, right? from 9 PM to 1 AM Eastern standard time. Oh, damn. So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's nighttime out there for you West coasters. A lot of our, uh, a lot of my, uh, East coast friends over here are already asleep, but, uh, yeah, we hang out, we chat, we play a bunch of different kinds of video games, but we also we play some music too. If you want to stop in the chat, just say what's up. Uh, as you can see, I am a talker. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> just stop by, say what's up. I'd be uh, glad to meet you and hang out. I'm hardcore coming into that tonight. Hell yeah, man! I'll see Hell you, yeah! Uh, I'm going live at 9 p.m. Oh, it's season two for Call of Duty Warzone. Hell yeah, it's dude! Br- brand new season. <laughs> zombies and nonsense going on. I'm stoked. Kick some All ass, right. Nazi zombies. <laughs> zombies Fuck cool yes. well we'll be seeing you around i'll be definitely checking out some shows this year so hope to see you soon man uh, i you know i hope we play a show this year i really do oh but it's gonna I, happen I, I, hope, I hope to see you guys soon and uh again thank you for having me thank you so all much right, man all right be safe jeff all right later guys have a great night yeah this song will be
Funeral. 